0: Today's episode comes directly from you guys. We had a listener message us. he's a 7.3 liter power stroke fan. He wanted to hear from one of the experts out there to talk about performance, different build options, how much power they can make, and things that they can do you know that they just got the truck, small upgrades they can make till they're ready to you know say make a certain power number. So before we get to that though, we want to thank you guys for all the feedback we've gotten on iTunes. We check every day. Want to thank you guys for the five star ratings and the suggestions for shows and guests so keep blowing us up we're gonna keep checking them and bringing you guys the content you want to hear from we also want to give a special shout out to bd diesel and ppi those guys help make episodes like this possible make sure and go to ppi.com and dieselperformance.com if you're looking for custom tuning or hard parts torque converters turbos tons of different things Brian, I'm excited to chat with you today about 7.3 liter power stroke performance. How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing?
0: Uh, man, excellent. Excellent. I remember your truck from way back when. I wanted to start at the beginning with that Maroon truck, that Maroon 7.3 that you had, and, and have you take us through when you got that truck, how the, the modifications progressed, and all you've done with it.
1: Okay. So I bought that truck back in 2004. Um... I was in college. I actually saw it on the side of the road, and uh, I went and looked at it. It looked brand new, it was only four years old, and uh, I mean, I, I just had to have it. You know, it was my first diesel, and uh, I just I just really wanted it, so I got it.
0: Uh. Now, with the 7.3, was it like a, an engine or a truck that you always liked and gravitated towards it, or was it just kind of a, a spontaneous purchase?
1: It was it was kind of you know I've always been a Ford guy and I you know a couple of my friends had seven threes and stuff and um, it just kind of kind of got my attention and stuff so
0: sweet and then I'm sure it probably started with a a chip or a, a tuner and intake and, yeah, yeah. and exhaust and went from there.
1: I actually lifted lifted the truck uh, a couple months later. Uh, I, I lifted it about ten inches and put 39 Mickey Thompson tires on it. The, I don't know if you remember the 39, 18 Mickey Thompson Baja deltas, but they don't make it yeah. anymore. But it was it was sitting up there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, after you did, you know, the lift and, and you know, say, intake exhaust in tune, how did the modifications progress to where you took it?
1: Well, you know, I had it lifted price for about six months, and I lowered it back down. I was tired of it. You know, I was driving 100 miles a day, and uh, I was just tired of it. And I wanted to do some more stuff to it, you know, to make it go faster, of course, uh, because I had some of my buddies, my six-liter buddies were going to the track and stuff. So, uh, you know, I I wanted to lower it down and make it faster. And I think I did like a super chip or, yeah, I think it was a super chip and a bank six-gun tuner on it. And I thought I thought it was the best thing, man, for real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what this little tuning will do to, you know, any diesel. But it, it wakes them up.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, the major modifications, that came in about 2007, um, 2006, 2007-ish. Um, I was on the diesel stop. I had come across that, that form and uh, I started reading on there a lot. And, you know, David Lott was on there and, uh, you know, Danny Elmore. And I saw their trucks. And, you know, it got, really got my attention. Uh, like Danny was running. I think he was running like low eights and eighth mile. And I thought that was really cool. And a lot of the local six-liter guys were, you know, hitting up the eighth mile. They were going 890s, eight 880s. Eight and I was like, dang, man, maybe I can really <laughs> make my, my 7.3. You know, run pretty good. You know, run outrun them, and uh, maybe get this thing in the sevens. So uh, it was kind of an eye opener. What did you
0: What did you start with? Was it the fuel side? Was it turbo?
1: I started on the fuel side. I put a set of stage stage two injectors in it. It had a stock turbo for a while, um, but it ran it ran like low nines with the with those injectors in it. And then I slowly, you know, started doing more and more stuff to it. I uh, sent the injectors off, got them redone, got them, uh, got them done to 230 CCA codes, and then I put a Gen 3 oil pump on it, and this was back in probably 2008 when I did this, and uh, it ran uh, so with the 238 CCA codes, uh, the Gen 3 oil pump, and I had a 38R on it. It, it went a, uh an 8-1 in the mile and that was on fuel only so it ran it ran pretty good uh with that setup
0: how did you like the 38r i know a lot of 7.3 guys ask about it and it's a popular you know drop in turbo replacement
1: it, it's pretty it's a pretty good turbo um there's there's a lot of different options out there nowadays but back then there was only just a few things out there you know as far as drop in your uh, Dominator 66 was pretty common, but that was more like for an early '99 truck or OBS. The uh, 38R was actually the only drop-in charger that, uh, that I could remember, you know, back then. Uh, and then of course the Hyperback setup, the T4I flange turbos uh, setup. But uh, as far as the 38R, you know, I, uh, I, uh, you know, it. It, it did okay, you know, it, it made it made about 450 horsepower uh, with my setup, and then I sprayed it, and I actually blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> I blew it up at the track. I think I put like an 80 jet in it, uh, you know, 80,000 jet in it, in it, and it ended up breaking the shaft in the turbo. And that was an interesting ride home from the track. <laughs> it was, uh, I probably should have got it towed, but I was, I was just... I was like, ah oh, screw it, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did the stock training hold up to taking a 28-mile truck?
1: Actually, as soon as I put the, you know, the 238 codes in it, the Gen 3, it actually popped the transmission on the first stab of the throttle. So, and, it, you know, when I when I was drive daily driving it, you know, from 2004 to 2007, I was driving a lot. I put a lot of miles on that truck. I put over 100,000 miles on it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So at this time, this truck was well over 200,000 miles. The, the trans was was pretty tired. I had a shift kit in and stuff for a while, but it was just uh just too much power for it. So the, around say
0: 2007, 2008, not much longer after that, when I first saw your truck was in Diesel Power Challenge, and I remember vividly like buying the magazine and seeing a whole bunch of different kind of trucks, and I, it, it, it's what hooked me with seeing the Fords and the GMs and the, the Dodge trucks and everything. How did you prepare or get ready at that time when you entered it and participated in it to, to bring the best 7. three to it that you could?
1: Yeah, so the year before the DPC, I had stepped up those stepped to my uh, bigger setup, uh, 355cc injectors and had an S475, which I had a funky turbine house, and it was a T4 T4i, because the only thing back then was a Hypermax setup, so we kind of stuck to that. Um, so I mean, the truck made uh, 680 horse on fuel with that setup, with a stock bottom end. But shortly, shortly right, uh, you know, right before DPC, I had put a built motor in that truck, uh, Buddy Van Atkins motor. I've, I've actually bought that from him, and um, i stuck that in there and you know swamps really helped me out back then uh, they supplied me with a set of 400 400s and uh, i believe i put a bigger charger on it too i had an s480 on it with a 96 turbine wheel because i was having some issues with uh keeping a charger in the truck you know and alive with nitrous and then also we had dual waste gates that were uh, basically discharged to the atmosphere so that was probably something that was not very common back there um, or back then. Uh, you, don't, you didn't really see too many diesel guys that were, and especially in the V8, you know, Duramax or PowerStrip that were uh, venting the atmosphere, the, the waste gates and stuff like that. So pretty cool. And, it was, you know, it got a lot of people's attentions when they when they opened up. <laughs> it, was, it, sounded, it sounded pretty wicked. It still does, but.
0: That's what I remember about it. It was a very unique setup, and and it was just so it was so cool back then to see. It was you know I think diesel performance at that time was sort of in its infancy compared to how it is now, and it was so competitive. And I always remembered you know, that truck and your name, and I connected seven point three liter performance to you because of that of that event. <laughs> Now, when you say we fast forward a little bit, you know, to now is what, what are you doing with the truck? What, what are your goals with it? Have, have you changed the setup drastically since then?
1: Yeah, so let's see. I put a new murder in it in 12 because the EGT, I, was, I didn't care about egt's I didn't have a gauge in the truck. I just didn't care. And it, it pretty much uh, caught up to me. I, I cracked seven out of the eight cylinder walls. I was putting a lot of heat through that motor with nitrous and stuff, um, but I put a new motor in it in '12. Um, then in '14, actually in '15, I ended up putting some heads, you know, some Crutchfield heads that flow twice as uh, twice as much as stock, um, a new cam, and I put a different charger on it, and it made over 200 horsepower more on fuel. With that setup, that's a big jump. Yeah, it, it made a big difference, and then you know, tuning changes and stuff like that—that that all helped out too. Um, but um, yeah, it's changed quite a bit since then. Um, you know, now I'm running the forced induction turbo, which makes a made a huge difference too. Um, you know, it just it makes it makes good power. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did 808 on beans. You know, being diesel out in Tennessee, I made eight hundred eight on fuel on that, and then you know sprayed it to thousand eighty two. But uh, I mean, I wasn't really like going all out for a you know for a nitrous run or anything. I just kind of had the jets in there that I run at the track, and then you know thousand eighty two. So.
0: And that motor that you did in two thousand twelve, that's the same one that's in it today, right? Yeah, same engine that's in it today. So it's taking a beating. <laughs>
1: yeah and, and you know the heads and the can and all that stuff um, you know that, that helped out a lot with the EGTs it really did and i had a uh I still got a pretty gnarly water injection setup too on the truck. It runs about sixteen hundred degrees with nitrous before it would you know peg two thousand degrees so it's uh it's a pretty gnarly water injection setup it's over a thousand psi pressure
0: as far as the transmission I'm sure you had to I'm sure you had to upgrade that and, and, and dial that in for yeah. eight hundred on fuel, a thousand on spray.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Ray Brown over at Twisted Diesel, they, they've always helped me a lot with the transmission side. Um it's a full built um transmission through them. It's their competition series, so you know, it's got all the built internals and all the you know, the valve body mods and all that. So um he's um, he does really good with that stuff, man. Um, he's same transmission that uh, Charlie Keter runs and Taylor Overcash. So those guys are making way more power than me, and they've had good luck with them too. So, um, like my transmission's been in my truck for three years, you know, no issues. So going pretty good.
0: And before we had chatted a little bit about the turbo setup and, and single and and compounds and. I wanted to ask you, what was it like running compounds on a
1: 7.3? You know, it, it sounded wicked. It sounded awesome. Uh, you know, just like anything else you compound, the, you know, the engine exhaust, the note out of the exhaust is actually really quiet. And all you hear is, you know, the whistle. But I had a huge set of compounds on the truck. I, was, I had an S-475 and a 106 Precision. And, uh, you know, it changed the way it spooled. Big time, like with a single charger, you know, S475, I could leave, you know, stage a truck, you know, you know, build up about 20 pounds of boost, let off the let off the brake, and you know, it would, it would come up super fast. Um, but the compounds, you had to leave at 40 pounds of boost. I mean, it was it made it super laggy, you know, and it was a big set of compounds. I know that, but you know, I had to leave at 40 pounds of boost just to get a good launch out of the truck. Um, and it, it would peg the 100-pound gauge pretty easily. But uh, just not a real big fan of the compounds on the 7.3. I, I didn't see too much of a difference you know, in power over a single turbo. Um, I, I think I saw maybe like 50 horsepower. And I just kept going through high-pressure turbos as well. So um, I just kind of scrapped that and went back to my single charger and, you know, waste-gated with nitrous. It, you know
0: just simple and it works definitely when you're out there on the track and traveling and going different places the less downtime you have or surprises or you know trying to overnight turbos and things like that the better it is so
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and it's a lot easier to work on too with a single charger but uh, yeah i've had i've had really good luck with my single turbos and, and nitrous and stuff so um and then with the the Couple of years back, I actually last year I, I got some some newer injectors too uh, that flow a little bit better than the ones I had before from Swamps. Um, you know, Swamps helped me out with that as well. Um, they 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 really flow the fuel, they empty fast, and uh, I won't go any details as far as what they flow, but they they flow a crap load of fuel in uh, short duration.
0: So what are uh... What's what's the next step for the truck? Where do you know? Is there a power number you want to hit? Is there a time you're going for?
1: So the truck right now is at my buddy's shop. Uh, he's doing a 25.6 SFI chromoly cage and basically taking off 1,300 pounds. Uh, right now there's nothing, pretty much left cab. You the cab. He's uh, skinned the cab, moved the motor back about six inches. Um, Doing a whole different turbo setup, still single charger, of course. Um, you know, aluminum floors, firewall, all that, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm getting ready to to do the 590 Index in the Outlaw Diesel Super Series. Getting it ready. I was hoping to have it ready earlier this year, but um, it looks like it's going to be probably in the fall when it's going to be done.
0: That's going to be a sweet setup and really exciting to see it out there.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it too. Um last fall I we took off about five hundred pounds off the truck last fall and we got it down to a 619 at one hundred and thirteen miles per hour um uh, with not a whole lot of nitrous to it. Um I mean that's moving an eighth mile. That comes out to, you know, about a nine sixty in a a in quarter. Um so we got it we got it down pretty good uh last fall. We did some four-link work too, to the front. Took out the leaf springs. Got the 60 foots down. It's the one 14s, 144, 145 area. Um, but we're looking probably, um, you know, on the same type of nitrous setup uh, tune-up that we had last fall. You know, with this next this new weight, we're going to be at. I'm, I'm thinking 650s, 660s. Uh, excuse me, 560s. Uh, 570, something like that. Um, you know, an eighth mile, probably about 125 miles per hour. Uh, You know, but for the 590 index, we'll
0: cut it back a little bit. I can't wait to see it out there running, especially with the 7.3, you know, because they're, a lot of people are gravitating towards them. And I'd say the, the older trucks in general, I think for the simplicity of it, of them and, and what you can do with them and to see you know, we've, we've talked with the six, seven power stroke guys, six, four, six O's and the seven threes. It's, it's cool to see how they've progressed with performance from where they were. I think all of diesel performance has, um, over the last three or four years, but you know, what guys like yourself are doing with them show how quick they can go, how much power you can make with them, that it's, it's a platform that you can get into and then grow with whether you want just a little extra power, or you want to do what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I mean you can. I got a lot of customers, you know, that that just want you know uh, a 600 horsepower truck and and you know go out and run you know 12s. I mean sometimes even in 11s, you know, on uh, the quarter mile. And um, I mean it's a fun sh- it's a fun setup on the street. Um, you know, I, I got hit, I got really hooked on it. When I was, you know, you know, ten years ago, I got really hooked into it, and I I didn't really think I was going to be putting a roll bar in my truck, but <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> happens. Uh, you know, then when they, when the track guys tell you don't come back until you get a cage, uh, you're like, oh okay, I guess I need to get a roll bar.
0: <laughs> you'd mentioned you'd mentioned customers. What are what are you doing in in the diesel performance world?
1: So Jellybuilt Performance LLC is my company. Um, we do custom tuning for 73s, and we also sell performance parts. So, um, you know, I do a lot of custom tuning. I'm staying really busy with that. Um, I have, um, you know, different companies that I deal with um, on a on a daily basis. You know, um, real real good with the guys over at Power Hungry Performance. Um I'm one of their preferred dealers. So uh, and that's actually the company that I use. Uh, as far as the custom tuning stuff goes, the software, they they made the software. So great great group of great group of guys over there.
0: That just opens up a whole set of questions for you because we I had uh actually a handful of guys recently have said I wanna hear about seven point three liter power stroke performance you know, and they gave me a, a list of questions and I wanted to ask you, you know, say somebody goes out, they buy a one Oh two seven, three, as far as tuning, what has taken place with the seven three? That's that, that's changed it from the early days.
1: Back a long time ago, the only thing that was really out there was you know, as far as custom tuning goes is, was the TS performance chip and the last three or four years, uh, Power Hungry has released a new chip. It's a Hydra chip, and it's a really cool chip. And basically, um, the customer can buy this chip from anybody. He can take it, you know, put it in his truck, and then say if he wants to get custom tunes later for it, he just calls up a custom tuner and you know say I want some custom tunes. And basically, you know, I send you know whoever whoever the tuner is, it will send the files to them, and they can upload it um onto the chip themselves with the u s b cable so there's no chip burner or anything like that like the old days um, so and you know back then it was it was a little different, you know um you know the chip burner it just it was it kind of sucked it was slow and and it was expensive, so not many people wanted one so um, with the hydra, it's just all built in you know with their power with the power hungry system with the hydra flash and stuff
0: like that. It's really cool they can just be updated over the internet with a USB cable and if you want to make changes or you do different injectors or something like that it's it sounds super easy to just update the tunes
1: <laughs> yeah it is it's really easy so the you know the customer will open up their laptop or, you know, their regular desktop, and they'll download Hydra Flash and then go to hydrohelp.com and get that. And then, basically, you just plug your chip in to the computer with a USB cable, and, um, you know, open up the files, that, the tunes that you want to load on the chip, and push the download button.
0: It's pretty cool. And there's also live tuning, right? That's available?
1: Yep, so... Another thing that that came out about three or four years ago was the, uh, it's called the Quarter Horse. And that's also a Minotaur um, product, a power Hover performance product. And, you know, I use that with the Minotaur software, the the tuning software that I use. And I can actually tune a truck while it's running in real time. And that saves a lot of time. Uh, You know, back in the days when I first started tuning, you would make a change. To the tune, you would burn it to the chip, then you would take it for a spin, and it would be very time-consuming and it was very frustrating too. Uh, being able to live tune the truck in real time has been very helpful, and I think it's pushed, you know, tuning to a whole new level um, on the seven three side. So it's 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 a it's pretty awesome.
0: I bet it makes it a lot quicker as well once say you're tuning a truck that has different turbo injectors a bunch of upgrades to it where you can you can just speed up that process so much to really dial it in for that truck what it's doing what elevation it might be at all those things that that factor into the the custom tuning side.
1: yeah it definitely speeds up the process for sure Um, And there's so many different setups too on the 7.3s. There's so many. There's like four or five different high pressure oil systems out on the market now. Uh, You know, 10 different injector companies, and everybody does everything differently, you know. So, you know, the live tuning is definitely the way to go. Live tuning will beat any type of email tune. I can guarantee you that. Um, It just makes it so much easier.
0: The other question that uh, our listener had was, how much power can he get out of his 7.3 with just intake, exhaust, and, and say, like, live tuning or custom tuning?
1: Yeah, so you're pretty limited. You, you know, say if you have a 99.5 to 01, uh, you know, you're only going to make around 300 horsepower to the tire. I mean, you're just really limited on, on the fuel side, and the high-pressure oil system kind of... Kind of speaks to um, with the the factory injectors, the AD style injectors. It's uh, just, just a very oil hungry injector, so um, trying to maintain good high pressure oil is is going to be hard. So you know, somewhere 300 to 330 is going to be your area as far as power with a you know a 90, 99.5 to to 01, and the OBSs are going to be quite less because. They came with 90 cc injectors, so um, which you know the the Super Duty injectors are
0: are 140 cc. So, what if say this guy? I just thought of this right now. You know, there's there's always a power number <laughs> that that us diesel guys have where we say I want my daily driver to be at 450 or 500 or 515. How or, or what ways would you suggest to take let's say a Super Duty? And get it to the 450 500 horsepower range. Still keep you know the reliability there, but what upgrades would would we need to do to that truck to make it reach that power level?
1: So when you when you get up to that 450 horsepower range, um, you know you're gonna have to upgrade. You're gonna have to upgrade. Um, you know your turbo. Um, you can do like a KC 38R, or you can do it just a regular 38R. Um, Or you can upgrade to your I-Rate T4 kit, which is out now, um, which is great. And you can run, you know, a 300 series or Warner Turbo. Um, You know, the fuel injectors are going to be a must for sure. Um, You know, you could do a – there's two ways you could do it. You could do a hybrid injector, uh, which use less oil than, say, an AA code injector. Um, so you could do a hybrid injector. You could do like a 238 cc injector with a 80% nozzle or 100% nozzle, and then one of those one of those turbos there that should put you at the you know the around the 500 horsepower mark. Now you could go to a smaller injector, like an AA code, um, you know, like a 180 or a 200 cc injector with uh, you know around an 80% nozzle but you're going to have to upgrade your high-pressure oil pump. You're going to have to put like an adrenaline pump on it or a dual full-force pump just so you can maintain that good high-pressure oil because that is very important. And also, when you go to you know that horsepower range there, it's very wise to do like head studs and bow springs and push rods. Um, so, and I never recommend anybody pulling the heads off those engines to do head studs. Do one stud at a time. So because once you break those gaskets uh, loose, because they've been sealed for probably 100 or 200 thousand miles, <laughs> once you <laughs> once you pull them heads off and go back with factory gaskets, it's gonna have
0: it's gonna be hard to seal those. At what point? At what point do you gotta start worrying about the bottom end? Is it a little past 500 or? So it all depends what year you have.
1: Um, so your OBS trucks, your old body style trucks, they have forged rods. Then um, your early '99 to 2000s are going to have forged rods. Late, late 2000 is when they went to a PMR rod. It's a powdered metal rod, and those those trucks there, those rods will they'll, they'll window pretty easily.
0: <laughs> Which is never good. <laughs> yeah, your, your
1: forge rod motors will, will hold up to about, I'd say the safe range is under 600 horsepower. Uh, your PMR rods, I'm going to say, you know, safe area is below 500. Um, you know, things can happen, you know. I mean, there's trucks out there, you know, PMR trucks with just chips that, that rob the motors, you know. that Just just the rods let go. It just... This how it is. I mean, there's a chance. This is how it is with horsepower. You just never know. Um, but there, you could make power with four rods. You know, over 600. and It'll live a long time. I mean, I tell my customers, you know, it could it could last a long time. It could not. You know, you just never know. Um, you can make 700 horsepower. You know, with good tuning, and it will lasts a long, long time. You know. Um, and also, you know, if you wanted if you wanted to do that, um, I'd recommend running a, a kind of a large single, so it kind of keeps the keeps the power, um, you know, keeps the torque numbers low, and you know, keeps that power band kind of up, up and out of the the low RPM range. And tuning does have a good part in that too, uh, you know, injection timing and trying to put the fuel kind of up and late in the uh, RPM range, so. Um, tuning is a big part because long long time ago um, you know 10 years ago there was guys out there blowing forged rod motors up at 450 horsepower because they were running crazy load of timing just, just create crappy tuning you know so um, I mean you can do it um, as far as um, Making power, you know, your 700 horsepower trucks, your 600 horsepower trucks with, with forge rods. Let's um, say if some, something something blows say if they you know, rod the motor or something, and they want to go back and, and build the motor with um, you know, forged rods again or something. I don't ever recommend that, anyways. I, you know, if, if somebody calls me and says they're building a motor with forge rods, do not. I always don't do not build a motor with forge rods. As a complete waste of time, you're, you're throwing your money away because you never know what will happen. If you're going to build a motor, you need to put billet rods in it. You need to do a stud main girdle. And, uh, I mean, that's just
0: a minimum, you know. That's what I was going to ask next is, you know, if we got a guy out there it's like, okay, that you know, I, I want to go all in. What, what kind of power potential or what's the highest powered 7.3 power stroke out there? The, that you've seen or, or been a part of in tuning or with your expertise with the platform?
1: So TJ Salucos, he's up in uh, Jersey. He was at the uh, 7.3 seven, Jamboree in Tennessee um, back in uh, March. Pretty cool event, by the way. Um, I didn't get to make it out there this year, but I went last year. TJ, TJ dyno'd a 1,300 rear-wheel horsepower out of his Huey Three. Uh, he he runs a pretty similar setup to, that I have in mine. It was ghetto fog, but it still obeyed 1,300 horsepower. Um, and I helped, you know, I helped out on that truck. Um, you know, I got him the turbo and uh, helped him out on the tuning and stuff like that. But um, the truck's pretty impressive, you know, 1,300 horsepower. So um, for a while there, we were kind of capped out at like 1,100 horsepower, but. There's been some companies that, you know, like Swamps and Unlimited and Full Force that have figured things out, um, you know, getting the fuel into the motor and stuff like that, um, which has helped a lot. Um, you know, 200 horsepower there <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in the old days.
0: <laughs> so. I mean, 1,300 isn't, that's no joke. I mean, that's, that's like a pretty intense ride. You know it, no matter what kind of diesel it is it's that's moving
1: yeah, and there's you know there's some other trucks out there that are pretty impressive too um Brian gray down in Florida he's got a a two-wheel drive i believe it's a one hundred fifty truck but it's it doesn't have factory frame or anything it's it's a pro mod, but he's gone this year he's gone i believe he's gone five twenties and eight at thirty six hundred pounds and um you know, the calculations come out to, you know, 1,250, 1,300 horsepower. That's pretty respectable. So um uh, it's pretty cool to see that thing go down the track like that.
0: I saw that on Diesel World recently. I was on their site, and I, I saw that truck, and they they had a, a little write-up on it. Um, It was cool. I was like, wow, it went that fast? So that's – I think with diesel, diesel performance in the aftermarket, that's what's so awesome about it, I think for all of us is – Just because the trucks aren't new doesn't mean that there aren't upgrades and innovations and new things coming out for them, you know? Yep.
1: It's, uh, I mean, the 7.3s are not dead. I know they're old dinosaur motors and all, but they're not dead. And, uh, there's going to be, so I'm going to be running the 590 Index. Ralph, my buddy Ralph up at Marty's Diesel, he's going to be running the 590 Index with his 7.3 too. So, um... We'll probably be the, the only forwards in the class <laughs> up against some common rail Dodges and maybe a couple of Duramaxes, but, um, it's going to be fun. So, and it's going to be cool, oh, cool to see a couple of seven threes out there. Oh yeah. Hurting, was... hurting the competition.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the seven three guys, they're a loyal bunch and I'm yeah. sure they're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be watching, paying attention and, and, and cheering for you guys.
1: Yeah, man. So, Yeah, looking forward to it. I don't plan to do anything else with my truck for a while after I get it back going. (laughs) It's just like uh, never ends, man. So,
0: but it's it's an
1: addiction. So.
0: (laughs) I think I think the bugs bit all of us, and I've, uh, like I said earlier, is I remember seeing your truck way back when, and it was so cool to see it, and and especially what, what you've done with that truck back then but then also now and and what you're doing with tuning and being involved in different builds and stuff it's it's really been cool to chat with you about the 73 platform kind of pick your brain a little bit ask some questions and yeah and everything yep i appreciate you having me on here and everything yeah we'll we'll have you back on after uh maybe after race season tell us how you did and yeah uh, that'd be cool (laughs) yeah man well i appreciate your time today yeah no problem have a good one don't forget diesel fans Make sure and check out PPI at PPI.com and BD Diesel at DieselPerformance.com. If you're looking for custom tuning, towing upgrades, race parts, anything in between, those guys got it. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.